see if we can find her. She, oh, niggas, since, mm, I gotta introduce her with this bitch, dog. Mm-hmm. Only cause, dog. Voice, what's her voice name? What's her voice name? Yeah. Hey, let me hear you say, uh. <laughs> this ain't no motherfucking people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies and gents, welcome back to the Locker Room Banter Podcast Show. Where the ladies are always welcome. They most certainly are. We are at episode number 46, bro. Can you not believe that? <laughs> yeah, I can, nigga, because we <laughs> own this shit, nigga. Consistency coming at your ass. I'm trying to tell you, 2020 might have kept some of y'all, you know, stagnant, stuck, fat as fuck. Oh, bars. But <laughs> we, on the other hand, we trying to get something moving, man. We trying to get y'all something to listen to while y'all, you know, at home, quarantine, working, or just quarantine and shit. Yeah, we promise y'all more content, man. So we going to make sure we deliver up to our part, you know what I mean? So make sure y'all please tune in, refer a friend, and refer a friend. All and of that. You know what I mean? We going to try to do it big because when, you know, when we do it big, mm-hmm. we doing it big. Y'all do it big because this, this is a podcast, just for, not just for us, but also for the people. This is true, my brother. This is true. But anyway, let me give y'all a quick social media rundown how you can find me. Uh, I know we always say we go back and forth from our outlets. Um, I'm only on Instagram right now, and that is at anwarw underscore 357. That's A-N-W-A-R, the letter W underscore 357, Watts. You already know who it is, man. It's your boy Watts coming to you live and direct from ATL, Georgia, mm-hmm. the studio, man. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at Watts number four. That's W-A-T-T-S number four. This is true. The studio has changed. We're in the Batcave. The Batcave address will never be disclosed. You have to be special to make an appearance at this new <laughs> location. Oh, hey, man. You already know what it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway, we got shit to talk about, man. Like he said, we're trying to keep it consistent this go around. And if you haven't tuned in to our last couple episodes, they've been dropping like like no limit albums. I'm talking about weekly. Bang, bang, bang. Make them say, uh. Yeah, you know I mean, should we dropping them motherfuckers like. Like bars, nigga. So just go check us out. We got 44 and 45 episodes that had just dropped in there, loaded, ready to roll. They're on our iTunes. They're on Instagram. They're on all our shit. SoundCloud. They everywhere. Oh, yeah. And definitely can't forget to check it out on YouTube, man. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. So we got the video to go with the audio so you can see a glass Watts, Pretty Boy War. Bitch, my mama say I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah, about where it ends at, mama. You know, shout out to mama. I heard she was in town. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 of course, of course, man. Okay. So, what's good, man? How everything been popping with you, man? How I know your parents in town, your folks in town, how, how the family doing, how the family treating you and everything, you know, I know they be on your heart and everything. Well, this was the in-laws, so it's different, you know, I run shit, nah. But anyway, yeah, shout That's out to, a lot. <laughs> shout out to the in-laws. They popped in for literally one night, so I got hit with a message at, like, early in the afternoon. I was already home, and my wife was like, uh, my mom says she'll be there by five o'clock. This was like twelve thirty, one o'clock in the afternoon. And she tells me that they'll be here by five, clean the house. <laughs> so if anyone that has kids, y'all know how fast the house can get dirty. We hadn't touched the house in at least three, four days. So it got bad real fast. So all my plans out the window, I had to pretty much just clean up the room, the guest room, all that good stuff since we were having company. But, you know, they came, they, they hung out with us, treated us to dinner. We all hung out and watched um, a little movie. I can't even remember the movie, but they left today, so you know. Well, I mean, you know what they say: happy wife, happy happy life. So you do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> happy life, miserable husband. Not nah, just playing, but um, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I had to do what I had to do. It came through in the clutch for the wife. 
So I'm really trying to go for this whole Husband of the Year award. I don't know when they announced that or where they announced that, but wherever it is, I need to be in, you know, in the nomination. So put my name in the raffle, y'all, for Husband <laughs> of the Year, <laughs> Daddy of the Year. I, I'm trying to win something, you know what I'm saying? So uh, shout out to me for not going crazy dealing with all this shit I be dealing with on this end, man. <laughs> hey, man, speaking of <laughs> Jersey and the Raptors, this is probably the wrong oh, topic to bring this shit up on. What happened? Let me see if I can find it. All right. <laughs> so shout out to Cast Fat. Cast Fat is like a meme Instagram page, man, but they said, how many years you been giving head? Mm. This is uh, two to five years equal rookie. Mm. <laughs> Ten years equals professional. Mm. Fifteen years equals potential Hall of Famer. Mm. Twenty years lifetime achievement award. Wow. So where you putting your jersey at? You putting your jersey in the Raptors? You putting your jersey up for the lifetime achievement award? <laughs> or are you a potential Hall of Famer? You hey, might that, just be a professional. That's for the ladies to answer that. that you might just fellas. be a professional. That is, that's for the ladies to answer that. I will not answer that. I'm potential hall. Hey, man, I might be getting my Lifetime Achievement Award soon, man. Give me a couple years. Give I me mean, look at that beard. I'm sure you've been at it. Shit. No, I ain't going to lie. If we're going gonna to touch that subject, uh, nah, um, I've I been at it for a while. Hold on, my mid-30s, been running. Is it carry the two, three. I might be uh, um, I might be due for a jersey retirement. You know what I mean? Naming the Raptors. Give him, give him, uh, I might be on my tour. Well, actually, my tour ended a couple years ago. <laughs> my, uh, what do you call the tour? The end of the year. The end of the year tour. <laughs> end of the year tour, end of the, whatever the shit called. But nah, yeah, that nigga there with that damn meme. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. Well, since we keeping it on Instagram, man, mm-hmm. how do you feel about Instagram and its new updated feature? Uh, I'm, well, shit, you probably ain't have to worry yeah, about it. Lauren ain't on it yet? Lauren ain't on TikTok yet? Lauren has a TikTok. Yes, she Lauren does. Lauren is on TikTok. How does she feel about them getting rid of TikTok? They about to ban TikTok. You know um, that, right? Well, they should have already banned it because of all the damn <laughs> privacy shit that they got going on with it out the gate. That's one of the main reasons I didn't get it. Just Well, one, I, I'm trying not to add anything new to my you know list of fucking social medias and shit. And I, the first thing I read up about it when I did think about it was... How, you know, who was it, Chinese or, you know, somebody has access to all of that shit? Yeah, they're supposed to be, like, leaking your information and have, supposed to be tracking your stuff. I mean, you yeah, know, I mean, they can do whatever they, they want with your phone. But anyways, if it, either way it goes, they probably already got your shit anyway. Yeah, it's just like Snapchat. Snapchat, once you do all those damn features and you start making them faces and all that shit. Using all the filters and memes yeah, that, that you, you be got, using? All yeah, of that shit. That, that you be using, yeah, that nigga. I, I see your little videos. That everybody uses. Man. Same thing with TikTok, but I guess. Cartoon eyes on itself and shit. <laughs> Queer. It's called the uh, what is it? An emoji. That shit, nigga. See. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, nah. She uh, honestly, I haven't asked her about it. She doesn't. She's not that active on like you see everybody else. She's mm-hmm. only ten. But I know she does get on it and she does watch it. I don't know if she's like making her own videos like that. My coworker said his son is upset. <laughs> he's upset. He's upset. But um, Damn. you know that uh, the bully out here, Instagram, pretty much went out here and just robbed. Uh, like how they do everything, because they did the same they thing to Vine. Right? They, they, no, they didn't buy it. They just basically just stole their ideas, stole oh, the oh. whole premises of TikTok. Yeah. Just how like they stole uh, Vine, mm-hmm. how they stole mm-hmm. Snapchat, how they yeah. you know integrated the shit. And it's all owned by Facebook, and so Facebook yeah, they the got the same thing. Cash, too, so. <laughs> Sounds about right. Well, nah, I didn't know much about that, but damn, shout out to TikTok. Well, I guess we won't be seeing y'all around long. <laughs> Came, and you saw, and you gone. That fast. Yeah, so what else is going on, bro? Man, shit, nothing else really in life. Uh, I started a new gig. I always feel like every time we talk, I feel like I started a new gig or some yeah, shit. Yeah, nigga, I here working like a Jamaican, switching man, jobs. Man, I'm switching jobs, or you getting fired? I'm it, just don't shit, know. not getting fired. Gratefully, you know, not this time around. That has happened before, um, fortunately. But um, nah, nah, just started a new gig. You know, it's a little different, a little more on the labor side. The pros to it are the hours. I have you know more time at home with the fam. 
and better days at home with the fam to do things that we got to do. And I lost some fucking weight, <laughs> some more. I'm down to, I checked my shit today, it was 179, bro. That's the one thing about it, though. When you're working your ass off and mm. when you're working multiple jobs, your ass lose weight like it is. Dude, shit. man. I'm at crackhead size, so I ain't been 180 since. Uh, well, it's been, I, be, I fluctuate between the 180s and 190s, but usually it's the high end of the 180s, 190. Yeah, and then, yeah, you know, that. That nigga. But yeah, I checked that shit today and I'm like, shit, that shit's at 199. I had to jump on it real quick to boost that bitch to 180. It was 180.2. <laughs> but now, nah, nah, other than that, like, it's just work, man. It's a little more tiring. Like I said, it's warehouse environment. And let me not bore you out of death with work. It gets the job done, the bills paid, food on the table, all that good shit. So yeah. Good. Shout out that's to good. that. That's good. That's what's up, man. That's what's what about up. you, man? What's new over there? Work been kicking my motherfucking ass. Excuse my language. Uh, yeah. But yeah, work just been kicking my behind, man. We got so much uncertainty going on with the industry that I'm in, mm. and with uh, a lot of people taking a lot of different uh, leaves and packages and stuff, you know, to kind of retire early, which is much appreciated. So we appreciate y'all for doing that for helping me keep my job. <laughs> but um, just we just got a lot of stuff going on with work, so it just making my butt, and as well as you know putting up stuff around the house, and, you know getting the getting the home in order and all that stuff. That's actually been the fun part of things, you know mm-hmm. putting getting, putting things around the house and uh, making you know being a homeowner, doing homeowner type of tasks. Yeah, you know? I, I see you, you know, fucking with outside grass. Yeah, nigga got to got here fucking water the grass, niggas. You know, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm talking about the condo for the past ten years. <laughs> I ain't used to this shit. I know, man. <laughs> it's a whole different ball game. But you did say something. Anybody that like owns homes, y'all get it. You just find yourself doing some random shit for so not even no reason. It's a reason, but it's just random as fuck. Yeah, it doesn't. Always, it's no rush behind it. It's, it's just always a project. You're gonna do some DIY. What is it called? DIY. DIYs all damn day. Like you seen last time I was here, I had just finished putting up a damn ceiling fan in my um, kids' room. I don't know why I didn't have one in the first place, bum ass builders. But um, I'm so proud of this ceiling. Fan. I was proud because I mean it's a vaulted <laughs> ceiling, so it's high as fuck. So I had to get the high ladder, get up in there. You know, I'm proud of myself. That shit about fell on my head like 10 times trying to get that shit up there. So now, once you finish one project, you're thinking, hmm, I should put one in this room. Yeah. I slick want to put a damn ceiling fan in the closet. That's how I'm feeling shit. You know, once you accomplish one task, you just want to do that shit every fucking where. So I get you, bro. Every time you look around, you're doing something to your house, something new. Definitely, definitely. Well, let's go ahead and get into some of yes, the hot sir. topics, some of the hot things that's popping off right now. I mean, shoot. Uh, I guess, you know, something that we ain't, we're not really privy to because we're not really a political mm-hmm. podcast but we can go ahead and talk about one of the hottest topics that's pretty much dropped um i think it was announced yesterday either yesterday or sometime think, this week yeah two days ago something like that yeah man shout out to kamala harris for getting mm-hmm. the vp vice presidency candidacy for joe biden yes. um you got any thoughts on that man um shout out to a sister you know what i mean i know i know people get tired of hearing you know rooting for the black you shouldn't get tired of it because you know we love our ourselves Shout out to the sister getting a shot, a shot at you know what I'm saying VP, well, running mate for Biden. Mm-hmm. I don't know enough about her to give any background as far as how good or bad she is, what she represents. There's been a lot of controversy behind yeah. her because um, she's a, a judge in the state of California and about how uh, how she criminalized and you know put a lot of African yeah, Americans yeah, in prison that. and stuff like that. But um, I mean, sh- from her platform, it's not too bad to me. I, I understand why people are frustrated behind it. Yeah, because um, she's very on point. Uh, but I, I, I think this is probably one of the best choices that he had, uh, that Biden had. Um, I know the other options that was out there was Keisha Lance Bottom. Shout out to the mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a, good, a great option as well. But I don't think that she has that um, global, not that global, but uh, the, the able to take on um, on a 
a national level yeah, as much as Kamala has. Um, because Keisha's doing a great job with Atlanta, but mm-hmm. on the national level, I think that um, coming from the entire state of California, I think Kamala Harris is more prepared to take mm-hmm. on this role. Um, and so shout out to the AKAs because that's all I saw down my Instagram line <laughs> was, oh, yeah, we're going to be skiwiing all inside the White House, man. Oh Sit y'all ass. <laughs> but shout out to the AKAs, man. Y'all got a sister in there. Um, also, as well, this is a little known fact. Well, not necessarily a little known, but she's also part Asian as well. Oh, um, okay. So I've been seeing that all across the news that this is like one of the first Asian candidates to be um, uh, as a VP as a VP candidate. And I ain't heard not one person say she was Asian <laughs> up until now. This is my first time here that you mentioned Up until it, now, so. but I thought, that was fun. I thought that was funny, man. It is funny. I thought that was funny. No, it's funny. Speaking on that subject, I was just talking, not the Asian subject, but uh, Kamala, I was looking at a D.L. Hughley post. He had put a post that made a lot of sense because, as you said, there's a lot of controversy going around, a lot of work that she did while she was in, you know, a judge over in California, and a lot of that work wasn't good. It put a lot of us brothers behind jail. Mm-hmm. Some of us were... Um, wrongly convicted and still being held to sentences. I don't know for what reason. I, again, I haven't done enough research to go in on that. Again, just we going, are not a political podcast. Yes, so we're just speaking on what's popular more than what we know and what we're into. But um, I did see DL made a post. He was telling people, don't be so woke that tearing down a black woman is more important to yes. you than reelecting a racist, sexist idiot. And That's I thought real. that was pretty dope, pretty deep as well because you're right. Like you, you, We're ready to tag team and bring her down for all the things that we thought were bad while she was in her power, but always remember who's in power right now, what he's currently doing to our nation at the moment and for the last four years. Divine the country and continuing to try to divide the country. Yes. Uh, leading into our next topic. Mm. You want to give some transition to that? To sure. That? Let's go. Oh, you go ahead. You don't know it. You won't get, you won't oh, she go ahead in there. Yeah. <laughs> go well, get, get on in right. there. So there's a story going around about how this current president is trying to divide the country. Um, of course, uh, the way that the votes are going and everything, and the way that the polls are going, he, are, he is lo- losing and is down in the points. Mm. Um, but in the polls, excuse me. Uh, but as we know, there is also a presumptive, I guess if you want to call it presumptive, uh, another president candidate that's out there um, that's splitting, supposedly, uh, trying to split the Democratic vote, and that is Kanye West. Kanye Tudor. Uh, we talked about Kanye a little bit and all the troubles that he was going through on our last podcast. Yeah. Whether he's taking his president's president run serious or not, we don't really know because mm-hmm. it still seems like he's not necessarily a hundred percent into yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But he's still trying to get into it. And he is into it, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm lost. I don't know. Some days I feel like you know some people are saying he's up to something to make sure he is you know announced as a running you know candidate. But then also they're saying you know he just threw it out there to bring attention to himself. Because he is battling all these right. other things he's battling. So, again, we're confused, but when it comes to Kanye, if you're ever not confused, then something's wrong. You right. know what I mean? So, that goes to the point of there is a conspiracy theory, if you want to say that's what it is, mm-hmm. that Kanye is out here trying to split the Democratic vote by trying to run for the presidency. Um, and he's actually working for Trump. Uh, the reason why that conspiracy is kind of going on is because there's been footage of Trump administrators uh, going out and filing in these states that Kanye need to file in in order to actually run for president. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'm not sure the state it was, but there was a actual footage of a lady uh, when the deadline was being approached. Kanye still had not approached, had not filed his proper paperwork. However, like about two hours, three hours before that deadline, you see somebody from Trump administration filing that paperwork on his behalf. So whether or not that works remains to be seen, but I do want to let the people know 
uh, that there is a plan out there to try to split our votes. So um, whether you like 45 or not, whether mm-hmm. you like whether you like Biden or not, um, I think that we all need to kind of come together as a community and kind of, you know, be on one accord when it yeah, does come to our vote. I um, I, I don't, I'm not sitting here saying that Biden is owed our vote. I'm not saying Kamala Harris is owed our yeah. vote. Do your research, do your due diligence, mm-hmm. but make sure that your vote is clear and make yes. sure that you do vote because, again, no vote is a vote for that other guy. Other guy yeah. so. I mean, it, it, we're right in the same boat that we were just four years ago where it was pretty much, we'll see, it's almost a better of two evils type situation. And that's always unfortunate, but honestly... There's so much. There's never going to be a candidate that's going to have all of your yep. all of your needs once everything under you know his run. So you're going to have to like Watt said, do your research and find what's really important to you. And those are the things that you sit on and stand on, and that will make you sleep better at night. Then that's the person you vote for that has that. But like he said, as far as voting, especially if you're not registered, if you're not registered, then don't. I don't want to see you putting memes up about anything if you're not even registered to vote because then you don't even care enough to you know. To register yourself to be a you know participate in this, so you can't try to downplay someone else or try to knock someone else for their thoughts when you're not even interested in, in playing a part at all. That's a fact. That's a fact. And and don't get me wrong, if Kanye is running for president and he has a platform that you are interested mm-hmm. in, go ahead and do what you want to do. But make sure that you have a legitimate reason of why yes. you vote for that person, not just because, oh, this Kanye West, he's my exactly. favorite rapper. Let me go ahead and vote for him. Was oh, this is a Democrat. Let me vote for him. Oh, he's yeah. a Republican. I'm a Republican. Let me vote for him. Listen to their platforms. Listen to what they're running on. And whether you believe that they could deliver on that platform, that's the most important thing. Yep. They can, to me, at least. Yeah, so, it is. It yeah. very much is. Because it shows you have something to stand on. Because um, I actually had the same conversation yesterday with my father-in-law. And we were talking about the president and I had so much bad stuff to say, you know what I mean? And he kind of like stopped me and was like, okay, well, give me some examples of why you say these things. And I felt like I knew where he was going. So he wasn't saying he was pro-Trump or anything like that. He was saying, understand why you have your emotions and if you're being pushed to have these emotions by what you watch on TV, what you see on Instagram, all these people in their posts, or have you done your research to find out, one, is it true, and two, do you even care? Like, is it just an emotion that's passed to you because what you're reading? And sometimes that is what happens. You know, you just read 10 people say so many bad things and you've made your mind up. You know what? You're right. Trump did all that bullshit. Da, 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 da. And it's just an example. I'm not saying this is what happened. And it's true. You need to do your own research and find your reason. You know what I mean? It's just like anything you do in life. I'll even go a step deeper. When we, me and my brother here became uh, members of the Masonic Party, we were told, Hey, look up good, look up bad, look up the in-between, and you find the reason that you want to do it. And if you want to do it, see what go, where it goes. But don't just do it because your friend is in it or your grandfather did it or such and such, you know, heard about it. Have your reasons. Have something that you firmly stand on and, you know, press forward with that. Yeah, man, definitely, 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 man. Definitely agree with that, man. Yeah. So. But, yeah, like you said, we're we not a political uh, podcast. We I'm not trying to bore y'all in these first however many, many minutes we're talking about that. But if you have not been – Having an eye open to the world, that is what's going on right now. Definitely, man. So, <laughs> you want to hurt to get into some bullshit? Let's get into the shits. <laughs> All the right, sh- man. Shits. So, one of the bullshits that I hear, and I mean, I know you said that you just started listening to, um, <laughs> I'm probably about to get in trouble for saying this. <laughs> I, probably, I know you just started listening to uh, Kevin Hart Radio Show, man, but on their, on their show, they have a skit called Things I'm Not Fucking With. <laughs> things I'm Not Fucking With. I like that title already. So, man, there's a couple things out there right now that I'm really not fucking with. <laughs> oh, shit. Preach. 
Go ahead. Um, you, are you familiar with what OnlyFans is? Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. All right. What is, give, give me your definition of what OnlyFans is. Uh, my definition of what OnlyFans is when a thought. No, I'm just playing. When a <laughs> when a woman decides that she uh wants to promote her body and be paid for, not necessarily in complete nude, not necessarily in porn, but just promote her body because she's blessed, but she wants to be paid for having private uh, visits or private, only if certain people seeing it, but they have to pay for it. <laughs> so I'm not even mad at OnlyFans, to be honest with you. Your hustle is your hustle. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people out there getting paid off of OnlyFans. People getting paid like $20,000. I mean, is that kind of right as far as what it is? I mean, it, yeah, that's that's technically what it is. Okay. <laughs> but let's keep it a buck. OnlyFans is basically porn. Facts. <laughs> that's re- that's, that's, porn, that's really how it started. It was basically uh, models, Instagram models, if you want to say, are porn actresses or whatever. They basically would go on Instagram, on uh, OnlyFans, and they basically would sell exclusive content to where you could see them in the nude doing whatever, uh, where they could see them doing something. Mm-hmm. All right. So now, I guess since we're in quarantine now, I'm not fucking with the fact that people are out here normalizing OnlyFans. <laughs> what do you mean by normalizing it? Just making like... All right. I'm just going... So Lil Boosie, even Lil Boosie got an OnlyFans. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> but Lil Boosie not selling his news. He's not selling his... He's selling the, the DMs that chicks be sending him. Oh, shit. And he posting them on OnlyFans. Technically, if you send it to him, he own it anyway. So I guess it's no, there's no lawsuit in that point. In mm. that point, whatever. But during the quarantine period, there is a there there have been a point in time where I guess you want to say, and this is probably going to be out of context, so don't take, me, don't take me wrong. I'm all about women empowerment. Women, do you. Do you. I support you. <laughs> Get your bread however you want to. But women have been changing the narrative Oh. I need to find a creative way of getting getting paid to get me some money. So now you'll mm-hmm. see fitness chicks putting exclusive contents on, on OnlyFans wow. of workouts. Yeah, yeah. So what is it? <laughs> does the workout turn into porn? I mean, no, no. The workout is just them doing work, just doing them doing an exclusive workout where you'll see them doing maybe like how your punk ass be doing. Where you be <laughs> po- where you'll post a picture of you doing a pull up hanging from a hanging from a pull up bar. But they be naked. Or but no, 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 no. That's that's the intent. They may blur it out like they're naked. Oh. But and I, listen, I don't have an OnlyFans account, so I really can't confirm or deny this. I'm just telling you stories from what I heard. But if you go onto their OnlyFans account, mm-hmm. they're in a, a in a sports bra and some shorts doing pull ups. So they'll blur it out, make it seem like yo, I'm naked. Wow. But now they're just on the sports bra and some shorts doing pull ups. As the young kids would say, straight capping. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, it's pretty whack. I mean, it's pretty whack. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, I do feel like you it's false advertising. But technically, it's not. Technically, it's not because OnlyFans is really for OnlyFans where you get exclusive content. Yeah. Okay. So, there's even people out there with YouTube stores where they have, like, YouTube skits out there uh, where they'll post maybe a snippet, but the whole thing will be on YouTube. On, on That's on funny. OnlyFans. These women, boy, they're getting very crazy. I ain't like fucking with said. that, man. I ain't fucking with that, man. People go to OnlyFans for porn, yeah. man. So, let, them, let, them, let that yeah. be the porn site. I hear you. I actually had an uh, old classmate that was on. Um, she was doing that, and I didn't know because this before. Like I mean, what, you got a classmate on fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, How you found out then? Uh, DM basic conversation through DM, and then I, I <laughs> no. Nah, what's the DM? Somebody she told you or somebody? No, you said no. I'm gonna say it. What I, what it was is I was basic conversation in DM like it was, and I happened to see she had the little ring around her thing, which means she had posted a, a feed, right? The little story. timer, a story. So in the story. It was a caption, and it was it was said, um, 
new content. And then she was like, sorry, guys, I ran out of the $5 picks. All I got is such and such $10. I'm like, what the, well, what are we talking about here? So then I went to the next picture and it was her. Um, she was like uh, in a bathing suit. But she was like kind of messing with herself a little bit up top, uh-huh. rubbing her chest. Let me stop acting like a child. Rubbing her breasts, <laughs> you know, with the little thing on, acting like she was about to let one of her, her breasts pop out. And then it popped out to another caption saying, you know, you can see the rest for like $10 or some <laughs> shit. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I haven't been this damn um, <laughs> ready to see the next one since the next Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> but, um, no, it just, I actually had a conversation with her. I was like, you know, I didn't know you was even into all of that. You know, she was like, into what? And I was like, the um, oh, was you talking about? No, you're not talking about who I'm thinking you're talking about. That was somebody else who started some sex toys. So. Oh, shit. Oh, I know you're talking about. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get hey, we're not, we're not, we're not mad at y'all hustles, man. We're do what you got to do, hey, man. A hustle is a hustle. I promise you. I mean, no one's knocking you now. We might throw a joke in or two, but that's because sometimes we know y'all. You know what I mean? Sometimes we know y'all. So we know what you're doing. And it's just funny to us because that pussy was free back in the day. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <laughs> But now, now motherfuckers got to pay for it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I said what I said. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, since we're free pussy, we get a price now. Oh, shit. man. Shit. Okay, sorry. We said we was here for the shit, so we was there for the shit. Okay. Once in a previous life. Um, yeah. I don't mean to sound on Ray J-ish. The before uh, OnlyFans, I hit it first, but uh, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that story's over as far as the. the, the <laughs> <He just> now, <laughs> nah, you thought I was gonna try to get you off the ledge? No, no, I want to hear this shit. I want to hear this over. shit. No, all it was is, again. I was just communicating with her about that. You know, I didn't know she was into that. Into what? Play stupid. Yeah. Um. No, it's not like that. I, I'm not selling this. It's just like um, half naked. Like you said, she kind of said it wasn't fully naked pictures. Right. And it was just like small clippets of videos, like two, three seconds and nothing there. So I'm like, oh, okay, well. She's like, is there a problem with that? I'm like, well, it's your body, not mine. I mean, yeah. you ain't my woman. So even though I ain't fucking with it, man, don't get me wrong, man. Do your thing. Yeah. We ain't mad at your hustle, man. Do your thing. We, it, 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 it does, you know, play with men emotions, but again, who are yeah. we? We're man. We ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is true. We ain't shit. I mean, I'm kind of shit, but, you know, nah, you ain't overall shit. I ain't shit. No. So, bro, <laughs> another thing that I came across on my Instagram, man, I don't know if you noticed this or not. Actually, I, there was somebody else. I can't remember who else it was. <laughs> what, another one of these situations? No, no, no. This, no, no, no. Again, we're talking about hustles. We're talking about uh-huh. something. What the hell is that? My watch. Oh, <laughs> yo, since we're talking about hustles, um, everybody's out here on their hustle. They're trying to figure, figure out their, their next means of income. Matter of fact, LeBron just dropped a, a kid's book, I Promise book, yeah, uh, yeah, yesterday. So, um, yesterday or two days ago, something like that. However, a hustle that you ain't never expect. What's that? Shout out to my dog, PT Cruiser. PT Pastor, Pastor Troy. Troy. What, are you, what are you doing? Your boy Pastor Troy has a kid show, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> a cartoon? <laughs> no, he has a kid show, and the kid show is called what the fuck is the name of this shit? The kid's show is called PT and Bingo. PT and Bingo. I'm gonna play a clip of this shit, dog. I'm telling you, bro. I started crying laughing when I heard this shit, dog. Is it meant to be funny? No, I started crying laughing. We're going to bring this bitch back, dog. I got to need you to hit this shit. Oh, shit. If y'all can see this video, I'm already laughing. Stop it, Troy. Bingo, there he is. You scared me. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Hello, bingo. Hello, bingo. Okay, one, 
<laughs> Detroit, are you kidding Today, me right now? We are going to the fire He's so serious, though. No, he is dead ass. He's here, locked bro. in. Uh, can you tell Bingo? But he's in Adidas tracksuit. <laughs> the DSGB. Show me DSGB. Okay, and what kind of. I'm sorry, guys. You, I wish you could see this. You know Bingo? Bingo's shorter yes. than him. Can you tell Bingo what kind of truck a fireman drives? A fire Listen. truck. I'm gonna put answering like your ass out here. Fucking yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, Obviously, you got kids truck, at home, yeah. nigga. <laughs> Damn, Pete. Do you all want to go with me and Bingo? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Obviously, NY has kids. Anyway. Bro, but man, right I saw but, that, bro, and I started dying laughing, bro. I watched it at least about five times, bro. He is locked <laughs> in. He is so serious. But to give you our visual, Pete Troy, Pastor Troy, one of the legends of the South. Mr. DSGB himself is doing a kid show with a dog and a damn green screen in the background of some land or some shit. But he's in a full out, uh, like, velour DSGB tracksuit. Yeah, this DSGB tracksuit, bro. Talking Take like a that. big Thug ass that. kid. Oh, man. I'm sorry. That, man. Like you said. Trump, man. Everybody on their hustle, man. Get it by any means. By any sir. fucking means. So, shout out to Lil Boosie. <laughs> shout out to Pastor Troy. I think it was Lil Boosie that also had a kid show, I think. Trader Truth, he has his little cartoon show. Uh, shoot, everybody out here finding a different way of getting out. So I'm going to go ahead Bro, and Bro, what the fuck is our wave going to be? We, oh, You know what? I'm about to start <laughs> charging y'all for this show. How about that? Since motherfuckers charging for everything. $2 shows. Nah, just playing. But nah, everybody <laughs> need to find a hustle. It's, it's one thing you got to have, you know, many, many, many uh, sources, sources of income, different streams of revenue. But these motherfuckers getting weirdly creative with their shit. Yeah, I thought that was funny, bro. So I just that wanted is to bring it to the listeners' uh, attention, man. Shout out to PT, man. Shout hey, out to Troy. PT. You'll probably see his ass on Peter Tr- and on Peter Street sometime soon. Whatever, I know, right? Whenever Corona's not over. I seen that man a few times back on um, Peter Street, and then uh, one time by Centennial Olympic, walking that big ass was it Bull <laughs> Massive, whatever the fuck he got. Yeah. That nigga dog big as shit. Yeah, man. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you want to get to the main topic that we got the day before we get into? Hold on. Do we have any music to get into? Oh, yeah, let's get into music a little bit. Some music, some music. So, that, since we just started talking about Pastor Troy and everything, one of the biggest things that came and dropped during um, our hiatus, our, during our time off, uh, was Beyonce, Black is King. Have you seen No. This nigga. I tried, to give, I tried to give Christ. Monique to give me some cliff notes. And I told you, I posted this shit. <laughs> you the did. The that uh, can drop for you to make sure that you go ahead and check it out and look at it. Man, I might lose some friends for this. I'm slick anti-Beyonce. <sighs> Boom, boom, boom. I know, right? Beehive. Delete, delete, block, block, delete, unfollow. All right, man. Well, no, I but no, I didn't get to watch it. Um, I heard it wasn't all that. But anyway, <laughs> what you got? So, Beyonce Black is King is Beyonce's a visual album dedicated to her son. Uh, I don't even want to say his name to get it wrong. But um, hold on, hold on. Sir, sir, sir. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, it's, it, it was a dope visual album, a dope visual um, movie, if you want to say. And everything about it was dope. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> the visualization was dope. The music mm-hmm. was dope. What? However, the way that they marketed this was like it was a new something new, uh, like it was something fresh from the street, you know, to represent what's going on now and let you know you're a black person, you represent yourself, you black is king. Mm-hmm. However, all that shit really was was the visual album for the Lion King album that <laughs> dropped last last wow. year or whatever it was. 
Well, Beyonce be getting over on y'all. And made man. how much from this little project? Probably she really be getting of, over on y'all by putting out repetitive shit just in a different way. Beyonce is, is equivalent to fucking app, uh, iPhones. Oh, shit. <laughs> and you know what I mean by that. Motherfucker, you just put out the new one, you add another fucking lens on it and say that it takes better pictures and you get charged fucking $1,600 to get it ahead of time. And you feel like you're the hottest thing going because you got the new one. But it ain't nothing different than the last one. I That's will it. say though, man, it it still it still is beautiful. I think it's great. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I have her. All it is is just leftover footage from when they went over to Africa. Damn, he called you leftovers, Beyonce. <laughs> you heard that? <laughs> leftover footage when they started when they started doing some filming from on the run for the on the run. Called tour. you chop liver. And Lion King <laughs> footage and just dropped it off a year later um, when something was going on so that y'all could relate to it, which is dope. I mean, applaud to her. The visual yeah. relations that were great again. Um, <laughs> and some of the stuff, especially the uh, brown skin girl part with her, Kelly Rowland, her mom, her daughter, um, all that stuff was was amazing. Okay. Um, and shout out to Jay-Z for his cameos in it. And it basically just told the story of Simba growing up uh, in Africa, um, becoming the king, becoming you know, becoming a man. Um, like I said, she dedicated it to her son. And uh, yeah, man, it was dope. Applause okay. to Beyonce by every you ain't slick, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, my dog trying to stay rich with it. Yeah, she is. So. Yeah, man. All right, so since we're still talking about music, uh, shit, your boy is supposed to be dropping some new music coming up this week. Ooh. Your boy Champagne Poppy. Oh, yeah, Drizzy. Yeah, man. He, I, I don't know if it's an album or if it's just you know, a single, another single, because you know he just been dropping singles like it ain't nothing yeah. lately. Uh, but this coming Friday, uh, shoot, actually tomorrow night, tomorrow midnight, so shit, tonight, I guess, he's going to be dropping something new. Okay. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. I'm pretty sure it's going to be fire because your boy really don't miss. Let me see. I'm gonna set myself an alarm because I gotta work out in the morning. Might as well see if he if he got something for me. I hope it ain't too slow. One of the hot topics to me that's kind of been dropping over the past couple um that's been going on for the past couple weeks to me, and that's the reason why we had our intro song. You know, Mister Make Him Say Uh. Hmm. The BET Chronicles of No Limit Records dropped. Um, did you get the chance to watch it? I was trying. I was trying. I ain't this gonna nigga lie. Suck in life. I, I was trying, God. man. Dang, I was trying. <laughs> Do you need me to tell you what it's about? Yes. Oh my God, bro. So it's basically about the up and coming rise of No Limit Records, founded by Master P. Master P. Yeah. <laughs> no, you dead ass right. <laughs> founded by Master P. Um, so it, it basically just kind of told his entire story from the rise to the fall. Um, okay. how No Limit started. Um, back in like 93 and 92, all the way up to 99, 2000, when they reached their peak, um, to when they fell, came back up when the Lil Romeo dropped, um, mm-hmm. and then Five or Four Boys came back out to the fall of when Mystical got arrested, to when C-Murder got arrested, when Mac got arrested, to when Slim, um, Soldier Slim got killed, yeah. um, and to when uh, the twins, I can't remember their name right now, but when they got killed, it, it's pretty much covered everything. It's a five-part series on BET, and it's great. It's Playing this up is great. I recommend okay. that you watch it. You, I know okay, I can get. I know you're not actually. really a no limit fan like that, but I pro- I promise you, it, yeah. it tells you about a lot about that, about that man hustling, how he grinded to get what he was. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it. Um, my next off days on Monday. That's something I would like to watch because it already makes me feel like the uh, the Wu Tang saga when they did that. Mm-hmm. You remember? Did you watch the Wu Tang saga on Hulu? Yeah. I thought that was fire. I don't know why it stopped or what happened. Did they lose budget? Did, but it was prematurely ended before the storyline was even you know caught up. And I was a I little think upset. They're coming up with a second season. They need to, but it's I mean it's been a long time. It never ended. Like it wasn't a season no, ending episode or anything. It just stopped. No, I think it was. I think it was supposed to be coming with a second season because I think I think I'm not 100 percent sure, but but yeah, it, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah, I, I was I was feeling it. 
I was into it, but yeah. Um, so I guess for music, that's no. Um, so to piggyback off of that, in a sense, I guess that's the thing that BET is doing now is the Chronicle episode. Uh, the last episode of the No Limit episode was last night, followed by the first episode of the Rough Riders episode. Um, I didn't get to see that one yet. Um, but again, the Rough Riders is supposed to be dropping, I believe, four maybe um episodes. So I guess um the way they did it in the No Limit episodes where they were dropping two episodes back to back. Um, and then last night they just dropped one episode followed by the Rough Riders episode. So I'm assuming that they're going to drop another two next week sometime for the Rough Riders episode, right. um, which I'm definitely interested in. Again, yeah, I told y'all too. DMX was the first uh, rapper from up north that I actually started listening to, even though he's technically an East Coast rapper, I guess, whatever. But he was the first um, up north rapper that I started listening to who opened my ears up to a Jay-Z and everybody else up north. Um, so I'm definitely excited about Rough Riders because that was a major – major move um, when we was coming up in high school. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anthem. Yep. Anthem College. So, yeah. yeah, man. You got anything to add to music? Do you have anything to add at all, Anthem? Um, I, I thought like we was going to talk about the, the last verse that took place. Yeah, I mean, we didn't... What was the last verse? Oh, we could we could go ahead and hit talk about that. Go yeah, ahead. So, you set that up since you act yeah, like so, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, nah, but um, we would literally, the last couple episodes, talked oh, about... Oh, you put it in the title. You ain't put it in the fucking subject. Oh, we literally <laughs> talked about potential verses, and then out of nowhere, we got hit with one of them that was... Like perfect, I guess you could say. Well, not perfect, no, but it, it was perfect. a good. It was a good. It was a good look. I thought. No, we didn't because we talked about it on the last episode. We didn't talk about match. those two potentially yes, going against each other. We talked about it on the last episode. Last episode, we said Rose, Rose. two chains are matching up, and I told you about how I felt like it didn't match. That's what I just said. Anyway, um, this nigga <laughs> doesn't even this, know what the fuck he be talking about. Jesus <laughs> Christ! But anyway, to bring back current, yes, the last verses that took place was between Rose and Two Chains. Can you explain who Rose is to the listeners? Rose, everyone may you're not right, know you're that right. Is. I'm sorry. I mean, being from the South, I thought Rose was universally known. You know what I'm saying? Young Renzel. But um, Rick Ross, a.k.a. Rose, a.k.a. Young Renzel, uh, did a verse battle versus Titty Boy, a.k.a. or now known as, or better known as, 2 Chains. Yep. So... Of course, you can imagine that they both went back and forth with some hits. Maybe not have matched each other's energy, but um, the, what I've been getting the most out of it was that they were just dull in presence. Like, the music was good, but in personality, they were both trying to be too damn cool, so it kind of took away First from the off, fun. did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Okay, so this one you actually watched. I, like I watched all of them. I like the other ones I asked you to watch, and you... Because you had me trying to watch Bush. Did you see the Millie Vanilli versus the... No, I didn't watch that shit. What type of podcast host are you, bro? You fucking trash. But yeah, go ahead. What was your take on it? Give me your take first. No, like I said, that's that's what I... You said that's what everybody else... That's what most people said. You didn't say what your take was. Okay, I can't give you the track list because I don't don't have it. I can look it up tick for tack. Um, Some of the songs were predictable. But again, because the energy was so like dry, I couldn't get into it as much because I expected mm-hmm. to see just a little fun. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They got too many hits out there for them not to be having fun with it. Yeah. But all you seen was a couple of head nods, a little vibe, and a little bopping. Yeah. And I'm like, do y'all not know what's playing right now? Y'allselves? You know what I mean? You need to be turned up with your own music a little bit. Like how Snoop was turned up to listen to X, X was turned up to listen to Snoop because they were playing some hits. Even if you did, and they would sound like, and they both were fans of each other. Exactly, so. exactly. And maybe that's not the case with Chains and Ross. I mean, they're, they're, they're but, friends. They're, they're friends. I don't know if yeah. they would consider them each other's fans. fans but they both have a uh, very, very. Uh, um, they both have some different personalities, and in, in the sense of they both can be energetic. They know how to be. So it's not like they're just too cool. Period. That's just how they are. Nah, y'all know Chains is a fool. Y'all know Ross is a fool. They could have easily tapped into that. 
for the sake of this versus. But, you know, whatever. Whatever it was, it just didn't happen as far as visually, but the music was still there. I think that was my problem. Um, it was definitely the most boring versus to me. Yeah. Uh, that energy of just trying to be too cool uh, from start was just there. And to me, it lingered on. Two Chains was trying to get it uh, to that point of what, you know, we could have fun, joke around with it. But your boy Ross, you know, he got to live up to the persona of being the biggest boss. I'm flossing, you know, yeah. this is my lifestyle stuff. And it just kept bringing it back down to me. Yeah. Uh, especially when he started, you know, two, I think 2 Chains was doing something. He was trying to interact with the boy. Mm -hmm. And then Rick Ross, out of the middle of nowhere, while this man talking to him, hey, baby, come over here and give your boy a massage. Wow. <laughs> In the middle of this man, Titty Boy just looked at him like, nigga. Sound about just right. Gonna, <laughs> He said, even during the battle, like you just gonna bully me, you just gonna y'all out here just out here just turned up, but yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, the music was good. Mm -hmm. I knew Two Chains was lost, or that Two Chains was about to lose <laughs> when he started playing choruses, and that's it. Yeah, because that's he started. That was his thing. You know what I'm saying? He was the his hooks. Yeah, he it, had the hook. He mm -hmm. had the hooks. He still started playing that, and that was it. Yeah, I was like, okay, you can't just do that. No yeah, matter yeah, yeah. That's this is how you know that you about to lose. And I, two chains was trying to tell the story about how he rose up um, through the through the industry and all that stuff. He was trying to tell a story with his when Ross yeah. Ross was just in Ross's back, and yeah. the music that was playing wasn't necessarily matching up per se because Ross would play some lyrical. Um, chill vibes and you know, yeah. two chains was just trying to stick to yeah, I'm telling y'all yeah. how I came up so mm -hmm. which I appreciate it I appreciate it um, and the music was good uh, but to me it seemed like some of the best records to play for the battle they didn't play until after to the end no to after the oh. battle like once they was done when they, once they was done with A20 and 20 I'm like damn you should have played that yeah. but again like you said the, the, the vibe was just off to me yeah. It was a good. It was good music, but the vibe was just off to me. Yeah, I'm gonna go Ross. down just just a couple of the ones that they had as far as tick for tech. Mm -hmm. So with round one, they had uh Rick Ross, BMF, Blow Money Fast versus Two Chains. So no that's an automatically win. Yeah, BMF won't win. be touched by nothing. Although Two Chains No Lie is a hit like a motherfucker. He should have just took an L on that one and let BMF go versus something else because No Lie could have beat a lot of other songs. But anyway, that was the first one. BMF versus No Lie, number two. Hustling versus Two Chains, I'm different, you know, which is you know energy wasn't matched, but it was still you know okay, it was cool. Number three, Lil Wayne featuring Rick Ross, John versus um, ASAP Rocky, ASAP Rocky featuring Two Chains, Drake and Kendrick Lamar, fucking problems, yeah, y'all know that one. Yeah. Number four, uh, Rick Ross played and again, uh, again, fucking problems. Yeah. Verse, just a hook. Yeah, exactly, and that's the thing. Like you said, he started getting to the hook bag because that's what he was mainly known for. So then number four, Rick Ross, John Legend plays uh, Rich Forever versus Two Chainz, Spend It, which was a hit. You know, Spend It, Spend It. That was my, that's my, that's that was hit. my jam. Bro. Yeah, that, 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 that woke everybody back up to change. If yeah, nothing else that was did, the one that, that put did. Back on. Yeah, and then of course you got number five, uh, Wale and Drake, Dice Pineapples, and then you got Player Circle. This is Titty Boy, Duffel Bad Boy with Lil Wayne. I told you he's gonna play that shit. But that one was a push. That was a push to me. I mean, because it depends on how your vibe is. Because Nice Pineapple is a great song, but I know mm -hmm. a lot of people was going to go with Duffer Bad Boy. Like yeah, you. yeah. And you probably went with Duffer Bad Boy, mainly because of Wayne. Because of Wayne, probably. You're but right. that's a push. That's a push. Yeah, yeah. I got it. It's just because of the song, how, how big the song was. Even though we know it from the chorus of right. Wayne, it still was a big-ass song. Then I just go down number six, Rick Ross, um, MC Hammer versus 2 Chains, Nicki Minaj. I love them strippers. So, yeah, like you said, it started turning to Rick Ross songs, Ross hits versus 2 Chains features and his, his hooks. 
you know, which were, you know, notable, which were dope as hell, but it just, it didn't, yeah, it started to fall apart a little bit. So, so who yeah. did you have win? Rose. All right, yeah, I, I had Ross, um, but I wouldn't be mad. I did see a lot of biasness, um, mainly with a lot of the younger crowd and yeah. a lot of, Younger crowd and a lot of even maybe I guess you want to say uh, people that's not from the South mm-hmm. that kind of lean towards Two Chain who probably didn't grow up on Ross or didn't listen to Ross. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man, Ross had that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Ross, that was Ross all day. It was still fun. So while we before we wrap that up, any other verses that you would like to see that you don't that you think could happen or? I mean, we already talked about the one I that know. we kind of want. I, I mean, that the one that people want. I mean, Usher, Breezy and yeah, Breezy yeah, Usher. And Usher. I mean. And we get even to the female bag. I think people were talking about bringing Brandy and Monica up at one yeah. point. Uh, excuse me, to the to the ladies, to the women bag, whatever y'all like to yeah. be political correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, uh, I think we are at that point of we are pretty much hit all the top tier people that's yeah. going to be willing to do it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody uh, else is just yeah. We just at the point now where we okay, we got to find what's going to be entertaining. Yeah, so. I get it. So, yeah, same here. Only people I would like to see, I would like to see the R&B get touched a little more. And those two would be ideal, obviously. But Chris Brown made it clear as day he's not fucking with nobody except himself. Pause. Mm. If need be pause. Shit, I don't know. That's what he said. Could you do, let's bring up your boy, since this is your favorite, one of your favorite artists. Would you do uh, Tank and Trey Songs? Tank and Trey Songs. That's different. That would um, be a good one, though. It would be, di- it would be pretty cool. Yeah, because um, the re- they both sell sex, you know what I'm saying, in a sense like that. I think that would be pretty cool. That would be a good one. I mean, although, generationally, you know, Tank's going to go into an older bag starting off, and then Trey. But, no, they've both been around. And yeah, then Trey got around. some new shit, too. But I would like to hear it, but I, I still think they're separated in age a little, a age, lot. I don't think age matters, though. As long as you're making, as long as you're making hits, as long as you're making good music, I don't really think age is up. It really even matters to me, to me personally. I feel you. I feel you. I mean, because we've been part of those generations, so we know, okay, when we hear Tank, we think. You, you want to hear YFN, Lucci, and. Uh, fuck no. <laughs> I don't hear none Yoko? of these mumble motherfuckers. No. <laughs> Offset versus Takeoff. Mumble, mumble, do, mumble, oh, mumble, 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 shit, mumble, 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 mumble. Uh, your boy was trying to put one out there. Juicy J, he was trying to get in a battle. Who? With Juicy who? J was trying to get in the battle. I don't know who he was trying to go against. He had, Juicy fucking a legend, shit. Yeah, you can put Juicy J out there. Who would you put Juicy J up against, though? Shit. Yo. <laughs> Who? I said Gotti. Yo. Yo, Gotti. Because they both fucking Tennessee. Because both Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. And, but Juicy, Juicy's, no, because they, they both touched the old era and the newer. Juicy a little further back. Yeah. And Yo, you know what I'm saying, was around for a while thoroughly to now. Yeah. You know, Juicy kind of disappeared and came back and got back into the young guy bag. Yeah. But, nah, nah, nah. Um, I c- it could. I mean, we could. I mean, it could, but I mean, hey, whatever. I know, right? I mean, we, like <laughs> we I said, might be too, reaching, but But yeah. it's kind of the same, like 2 chains and uh, Raw, so we wouldn't, think, we wouldn't expect that. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. It is what it is, man. That's what's up, man. So, so, who would you guys like to see? We asked this before, and we haven't had many come forward, but if y'all would like to see a versus, who would y'all like to see and why? Throw it in a DM. Throw it on the, um on our page with the Locker Room Band, the podcast show, and we'll be glad to bring it up next time because I feel like versus probably will be around for a while. And to the point where they get very aggravating. So, let's just hear what y'all got to say about who y'all would like to see. Definitely, definitely, yep, definitely, yep. man. So, uh, let's get into a, not necessarily a hot topic, but let's get into a conversation piece. The main point that I want to talk about. <laughs> Go ahead. <sighs> so, one of the hottest TV shows out right now, and I keep telling your ass to watch it, but I am bet you 99% of the time right now you're going to sit here and tell me you don't watch it. Which one? The Shot. Nah. 
Bro, you fucking trash, dog. I swear to God. Nah, I What's still haven't watched the shot. And the wife started it like a few weeks ago, and you I still haven't. trash, bro. So let's get into the shot, man. One of the controversial things about mm-hmm. this season of the shot, there is, um, there is your boy Luke James. We all know Luke James. Luke James, shout out to KC. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They worked out together you know, in the music industry and all that stuff. Famous R&B singer. Actually, Luke James could be a good versus with somebody. Yeah, I think so. Um, so uh, Luke James is taking over a role previously by Reginald. Reginald was a, and this is the characters of the show name is Reginald. Reginald was the local neighborhood drug drug dealer. Not necessarily the boss, but the drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drug dealer uh, that was head of the crew, let's put it that way. Reggie got killed off, um, and Reggie got killed off by the boss, technically speaking. But Luke James came in to come and try to, you know, help out the younger brother and try to be with the younger brother. Okay. The younger brother has uh, the young, not Luke James, not the younger brother. Luke James came up and arrived onto the scene with his girlfriend. Um, I'm trying to see the best way about explaining this, but he arrived on the scene with his girlfriend. Um, not necessarily knowing who the, who the girl is or whatever, but in the episodes that are airing and stuff, they go to a bar. Um, at this bar, it's a gay bar. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you don't really find out until this episode uh, why they're at this gay bar um, because it turns out that Luke James' girlfriend is a trans uh, trans man trans woman? Is a trans woman man? Okay, we wanted to trans that man that, part, that yeah. is uh, identifies as a woman. Uh-oh. Okay, uh oh. Um, so as Luke James, um, you know, confesses of why he's with this woman, Luke James get into the, the argument with one of the patrons at the bar, um, because the patron at the bar tried to hit on him, and Luke was like, "I'm not gay. Um, get away from me." And then the guy, the, the guy was like. I'm sick of you straight dudes coming in here talking about that you're not necessarily gay, uh, that, y- that y'all not gay, but y'all just want to be up here buying all our drinks, this is that, or something else like that along the line. So Luke get into it, <laughs> push up the dude, say, get up off me with all that, I'm not gay. Mm-hmm. And then girlfriend come in and break up the break up the fight, they leave, and he gets upset about, um, I didn't want to come to this, I didn't want to come to this place, why you keep bringing it to this place? Uh, it was like, she just wanted to be around her people. Because mm. she's a trans woman, mm-hmm. uh, I just wanted to be around my people. You know, if you want to be with me, you got to be around my people as well. Um, and he was like, "But I'm not one of them. I'm not with them. I'm with you. I don't. When I see you, I don't see. Uh, I don't see a man. I see a woman. I see, I'm with you. So this get into the conversation piece. And of course, you know they made out, kiss, and all that stuff. <laughs> sex, whatever. Um, so oh, they got into man. the conversation piece about people identifying is Luke James gay because he's I'm doing this makeout scene with this um trans woman there was also a meme going around and this is the reason why I wanted to bring up this conversation mm-hmm. is because the meme that went around that says not wanting a want, not wanting to date a trans woman stems from y'all viewing them not as real women mm-hmm. so if you don't view them as real women so yes your preference is transphobic does not does not <sighs> dating a trans yeah. woman make you transphobic in your mind yes then I'll just say yes, man. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, I don't, okay. Now, in the nicest way possible, anyone that knows me knows it's hard for me to speak about, you know, homophobic things and things of that nature because mm-hmm. there was a time in my life where I was extremely homophobic, I'll be mm-hmm. honest. Now, I just don't care for it. And it's not homophobic. I just, okay, that's y'all life. Live it. I don't hate y'all for it. But before, I used to be like, that life living is wrong. Now, I say if that's what you choose, that's what you choose. 
but that don't mean I have to approve it. That don't mean I have to, I guess, accept it. But to answer your question, okay, call me transphobic, whatever it is, because I do not view any man that wants to be a woman as a woman mm-hmm. because you were first a man. Mm-hmm. Whether you care, carry yourself like that, whether you look just like one, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, you are what you were born and your choice after that is your choice, but you can't make me view you as what you want to be because that's what you want. The world might accept you as what you want to be, but that don't mean I have to view you that way. I can respect you for it, right? but I don't have to view you for it and I don't have to have an interest in you for it because of that. So no, I guess it would be, yes, I'll be transphobic then. I think you pretty much hit it on the head but what I was kind of going with. Um, by any means, I think you and me both could both, mm-hmm. you know, say, you know, we have a lot of, not necessarily, I don't want to say gay, homo, gay friends, but we have a lot yeah. of friends that identify with the LGBTQ plus all that all stuff community. community. Yes. We have some friends that identify with them and we don't see them as people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't see them as, you know, you a man, you a, you a woman, all that stuff. However, yeah. I know that me, my personal preference is to date a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not the fact that I don't respect you for mm-hmm. your decision of becoming a man uh, not switching from a man to a woman because you've always identified as a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't have no problem with that. If that's what you identify with, that's what you identify with. And I respect that. However, just like I have to respect that, you have to respect Preach. me. Preach. There <laughs> it is. You have to respect that I just appreciate uh, a, nat- a natural woman, a naturally born, yeah. bred out woman. You know, whether you created that woman this later, that's on you. But no, if you weren't born with that part, then that's the woman I... <clears throat> So yes, I understand. I, there was a lot of controversy about saying that yes, that that, that is transphobia and this and that. I don't think that is trans. I don't think that is uh, homophobic or uh, whatever. Uh, I don't think that's a phobia. But if you consider that a phobia, then I guess uh, under those circumstances, I am homophobic. Yeah, <laughs> under those <laughs> circumstances. But I thought that was an interesting topic just to bring up, just for a, a conversation piece, because that was seemed to be a lot of things, especially being that we're in the area that we're in uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, where there are a lot of LGBTQT plus uh, people here in this uh, in yeah. the city. Um, and speaking on my experience as being the only single person, that is something that I, that I have to make sure I ask. Yeah. To be honest, when I'm yeah. dating, I have asked, you know, uh, what do you identify as? Are you a, a, a mm-hmm. real woman? Are you a trans woman or whatever? I got to make sure, you know, because, and that's the reason why I don't necessarily like doing the bumbles or the Twitters or the, the tenders, the swipe stuff. I, I need to see who I'm talking to. Yeah. Because there are a lot of catfishes out there that, I may not even you. tell you until it's too late. So Yeah, I feel you. And I always say I am so happy to be off the market because I feel bad for you. Because, I mean, <laughs> yes, I have my days where I'm envious of you, you know what I mean, for being <laughs> single. But I also fear that, you know, because it happens to so many people. Like we look at it in the celebrity life. Okay, Bobby Valentino or such and such did this. Or even heard the Dwight Howard thing in the past. Young Buck. <laughs> you know what I mean? All this. But a lot of it, you don't, you got to remember, sometimes it could have just happened. You know what I'm saying? They may not have known at the gate. They may have already caught feelings with somebody. And then they got told that this is what took place. And they had already invested, you know, some emotion behind it. So now they're like, damn, I can't just bail out of this. Yeah. So you just never know how the circumstance comes about. But again, I just say, you know, uh, I'm glad I'm not out there, you know, having to worry about those you know, looking into those things, looking at age, you know what I'm saying? The girls has look fucking grown as hell and they be lying, they be young as fuck. <laughs> nah, we can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to my wife <laughs> for, for taking me off the market yeah. uh, 11 years ago. Shit, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> How long y'all been married again? Anyways, yeah. uh, man. And taking yeah, me man, off the market. Don't get, don't get it twisted, man. We don't really care about, you know, 
what your preference is. What your preference is, your preference. And we're going to respect that regardless. So whether you are a straight man and you want to date a trans uh, woman, uh, whether you are a straight woman want to date a trans man or whatever, we don't really have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Like, we're we, we going to respect you as people, one, uh, first and foremost, that over everything. So, yeah, I man. And like, I mean, you made a good point. I mean, I don't mean to beat it down a dead horse, but, like, we do have uh, associates or people, you know, in our work field or in our in our um in our groups that we we're, we're friends with, I guess you could say, that do identify and maybe even have win as far as some Shit, one of my changes. favorite one of my favorite drinking partners is 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 a is a, 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 a I don't know I know right okay. and that's the I thing know. he 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 doesn't he I don't he hasn't necessarily came out to me mm-hmm. but we all know yeah <laughs> but yeah, we one all of my, know one of my but partners. he he's still like that's one like if, if we're going out to drink yeah I'm going to drink with him because yeah. I know he's gonna make the good drinks and I know he gonna yeah. he gonna make sure <laughs> that we all lit all right so. I feel you and it'd be yeah. like that you know what I'm saying as long as as you said before you respect where I come from with my heterosexuals yeah you respect my boundary I respect your boundary and it's that as long as you don't simple. try me we good. it's that <laughs> simple so. I think we can drop that one. <laughs> but nah, I feel yeah. Shout out to all y'all. Letters. Yeah, man. <laughs> letters, that's well, fucked up. Let's go ahead and get into your favorite topics right now. Your favorite topics, favorite topic. Let's see. Again, we told y'all before we was going to have a lot to talk about. So we about to run the shits down. The shits is about, you know, about, about that, right? So we on. Yeah, we done with, we done with the shits. I'm going to do one. I'll give a quick shout out. Uh, yeah, we done with the shits right now, man. So we can go ahead and get into sports real quick. Okay, let's do it. So. In sports, as y'all know, it's it's kind of weird with the COVID shit going on still right now. It's not the same, so the rundown's a little different. But we are um, still in the NBA restart going on right now, and we are very soon to be approaching the postseason. Yeah, but before we get into the NBA, man, let's talk about one of the main things, one of the main hot sports topics that's kind of dropped right now. Let's talk about boxing, then we'll get into the okay, NBA, okay, okay, we'll okay. So. The NFL, I, I got you. So, yeah, with boxing, you know, I mean, it seems like boxing hasn't been the same since Mayweather stopped really fighting like that, unless you're just a true, true boxing fan. It seems like UFC's kind of took it over for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, all of that shit's taking over. But we got a throwback heavy hitter making a comeback. That, I ain't going to lie, at first I thought it was a joke and I thought it was being funny, but it still makes you raise an eyebrow because he was a goat of his era. And this gentleman goes by the name of Iron Mike Tyson, who will be fighting another legendary fighter, of Roy Jones Jr. Don't act like Roy Jones wasn't a goat. Oh, no, no, yeah. He was a goat, too. Different class, but he was a goat. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. It was the same class, too. He was heavyweight? Yeah. I thought Roy Jones was light. Uh, Roy, light. Roy, Roy was is the only one that went between the, the Okay, so he wasn't. Did he win in heavyweight? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, see, there yeah. goes. Goat, nigga. Goat. I, know, I know Dante going to be like, nigga, Y'all see, you don't know boxing. Y'all must have <laughs> fucking forgot. That's how I was going with it. But, yeah, uh, Iron Mike. Who, if you have not seen these fucking commercials, these Shark Week commercials and shit, the nigga still looks <laughs> big as fuck. <laughs> I just remember this. That nigga is still swole as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, Iron Mike is training. I know most people have seen that viral clip going around of him hitting that bag, and he still looks fast as shit. Now, Roy has always been known to be one of the fastest fucking hitters in boxing. So, therefore, you cannot sleep on that man by any means. So, don't think by a second, because we're talking about Mike, that Roy is out the equation. This is going to be interesting. You know what I'm saying? Some way or the other. Shout out to Roy Jones Jr. in that one hit he made. Y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot. Hey, man, don't get it twisted, bro. Roy Jones was a beast, man. Roy Jones was a beast. And don't get it. And this is the thing. I think a lot of people don't realize that Roy Jones actually just stopped boxing maybe like two, three years ago. I didn't know that. Yeah, so Roy was being active, but don't... So don't get a twist and think that he's just getting off the couch yeah. out here trying to you know get in the ring with Mike Tyson, who's been training for the past year. So 
He's I been out there. See? And then, I mean, they, he's been more active in boxing, whether it be actively fighting or, you know, commentating, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Mike, I know he has his podcast. He's got a lot of other stuff going on. But I can't, I can't not speak about the videos that I've seen Mike <laughs> and how fucking good that nigga still looks when it comes to this fighting shit. So, again, so... So you going with Mike? Is basically what you're saying. I would love to see Mike get another KO under his belt. So that's what you're saying. So this is the thing. I'm not mad at you because Mike uh-huh. looks great. Roy, Roy, even though Roy's been fighting a little bit longer because he's been fighting up to the last, last couple of years, I am a little bit worried because Roy just not getting back to training. Mm. Mike been training since January, maybe I guess, and he been going hard like a motherfucker. Yeah. But don't get it twisted. All that muscle. Yeah. Don't have that endurance. I know. He I got know. all that quick, all that quickness, but again, he might be fifty something years old. I don't know if he has all that endurance to go however many uh, four five rounds. Yeah, is he, he that first he older than Roy? Yeah, he's way older. Yeah, than Roy. okay. Now, if he's if they go maybe like if if he's able to connect, make one connect, and again, That's what I'm saying. I don't necessarily know how legitimately boxing they're going to be doing because it yeah. may just be like a sparring with some headgear mm-hmm. or whatever like that. I think they trying I to think not, so. I think they trying not to do headgear. Uh, and I think they're trying to do no TKOs, but Mike only know one speed. <laughs> <laughs> so if he that's able it. to get, if he able to end it within one or two rounds, mm-hmm. maybe and that's I what think, he's known yeah, for. I think, I, I think he, I think he can, but I think like niggas are sleeping on Roy. Yeah, they they niggas are niggas are sleeping on Roy. Roy Roy's still the hand speed god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. They're sleeping on Roy because they're scared of Mike, and that's kind of where I'm at with it. And Roy's known for his footwork. Yeah. So Mike is known for attack, attack, attack. Uh, if y'all ever see him, he's it's attack, attack, attack. Yeah. It's literally so Roy, like you take Roy the leash keep off. Him, keep him awake. If Roy can stay away from him long enough, he yeah. might have a chance. Yeah. So I feel I'm not knocking Roy. It's going to have to be a Mayweather strategic type of fight where defense is going to have to win for Roy, in my book, in my opinion. Yeah. And then he'd have to wear Mike down because I really think Mike will burn out in about two rounds. Yeah. I if agree. he comes out swinging, trying to get a KO in. I agree. And since he hasn't fought in so long, I can see Mike not trying to waste too much time. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely. know what I mean? Trying to just get him another big KO and wearing out, and then, you know, the endurance kicks in. But also, you got to remember, Roy's, what, 40-something years old? Late late 40s, mid-40s, something like that? Look it up. Go ahead. That chin got to be... Um, That's both chin, of the chins, though. That chin got to be fragile, and Mike's hits still look like they'll kill. Like, I, I would not be surprised if his hands are not already, you know... Deemed fucking weapons, you know what I'm saying? Because he kills people with these. I mean, they both bosses, so I mean, they both are, mm. are, are you know, that age. So Lethal. Roy Jones is 51, and Mike Tyson 54. So yes, it ain't, ain't that too bad. far. It ain't too far. Because yeah, people think again, people think the age difference is big because Mike was fighting way back. But you got to remember, Mike was a fucking heavyweight champ at 19 and 20 years old. Yeah. He was young when he was doing this shit. Most yeah. boxers coming into their early 20s, or you know, and that's when they start making a name. Mike was a heavyweight champ. At 19, you know what I mean, which is insane. And he was one of the, I think he still is to date the youngest heavyweight champ. I'm not sure about that. That's 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 yeah. I ain't no boxaholic or nothing like that. Wear mask, kill him in that way. Wear mask, kill him in when you need him. That part. But yeah, speaking to stay on that same fight tip, the undercard, one of the um, undercards is NBA. I'm going to call him a legend because I love him, my dog. <laughs> he, he low-key used to be one of my favorite uh, athletes in the yeah, NBA at one point. Yeah, uh, back-to-back dunk champ, uh, Mr. 5'8". Nate Robinson is an undercard. What's the dude name he fighting? I knew he was going to say that. Your ass don't <laughs> know if he's going shit. Because I, I don't even know <laughs> boxing like that. So I just knew that Nate Robinson's supposed to be one of the undercard fighters. So at least we got something to look forward to as we wait for the fucking Tyson fight to kick in. Uh, the undercard, uh, the guy that he's fighting is Jake Paul. Uh most people probably know his older brother, Logan Paul. They basically were some Vine stars who kind of 
made oh. some money and they've been doing jumping into like different things, acting yeah. and all that type of stuff. But uh, I like my dog Nate, man. I, I don't mm-hmm. really. I like my dog Nate. I, yeah. I just don't think. I know Jake Paul probably has a little bit more fighting experience because his brother Logan Paul also boxing as well. Um, but Nate, I'm, I'm just confused by why Nate is doing this, man. Because Nate, Nate, I don't think Nate has fighting experience. But if he, I hope yeah. he wins. Nate, I mean, I'm if you know, for everybody black. So <laughs> if you, um, if you look at Nate, if you follow Nate in any any way, he's one of those guys that uh, you could tell he was good at a lot of stuff. Yeah. So he was just one of those small guys that has the kind of small guy complex. But he was fast as hell. Played football. Um, I forgot what else. he might have ran track, but you know he played basketball. He made it to the pros, but he was actually good at football. Went to the pros in basketball. Um, if you watched him on the offseason when he was trying to get back into the NBA, he was in extremely awesome shape, and he was actually a top player in the three-on-three league. So he actually um, did good in yeah, the Yeah, the boy stayed league. in shape, man. Don't, don't get me twisted. Mm-hmm. Don't get that twisted. The boy is always in shape. So, yeah, he's just one of those guys. So I think it's more of a relevancy thing, but, you know, not even on some desperate relevancy, but just like, okay, I'm still, you know, I'm still out here. You know what I mean? He did end his NBA career prematurely. He was fairly young. He wasn't like 40 or nothing like that. He was probably, what, 31 or 32 when he ended his career. You know what I mean? He ended his career because of an injury because I think yeah. it was his Achilles that went out. Um, But, you know, he was trying to get back in. And, and shoot, matter of fact, that earlier this year when they were talking about the bubble, he was thinking trying to get into the bubble. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, but he, yeah th- he, he's actually yeah. I think he'll probably be back in the NBA uh, one yeah. day. He he's one of those guys that I think if he just wants to do it, he can do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes like with boxing, I think he has the the frame for it, the speed for it, the stamina for it. So he feels like why the fuck not? He probably picked it up as a hobby. I, I, and I don't know about the speed because I, I don't know about the speed. Them hands, them hands is <laughs> different than footwork, bro. Okay, you you right. So I mean, <laughs> we'll see. But it's gonna be fun to see because I I have watched him in the three on three tournament. And he still was out there, like ready to fight people for real, for real. So he still has killer in him. Like yeah. I just, w- I'm just want to compete. So I mean, it may not be that fun. It might be him out there trying to take a head off. And again, this is not all a professional fight, for real, for real. This is all for charity. It's yeah, supposed yeah. to be an uh, exhibition fight. So these are not real fights. But shout out to Logan Paul. Not not Logan Paul. Jake Paul. Shout out to Nate Robinson. Shout out to Roy Jones Jr. Shout out to Mike Tyson. And you know Mike. I mean? All right. Without further ado, so. While we're still on sports, as we just stated before, the restart has happened. The restart has happened. I think we spoke about a couple games. Um, The format's different. It's weird as fuck, but um, eventually, no, you don't. I was going to say you get used to it. No, you don't. Um, It's still interesting because it's the fucking basketball. I think think you do get interested. uh, Well, not interested, but I think you do get used to it. I'm not fully used to it, but anyway, like. It's a little weird, but I think you get used to it. So, the NBA has restarted back in Orlando, Florida in the quote-unquote bubble where, what, 22 teams have come back out to um, continue to push towards postseason and see what happens after that. It's been very interesting because, um, again, we jumped right back in the season and with the same records trying to hurry up and fight and see who's going to claim these last seeds for playoff runs. And the competition has been insane. So, it's been some people creeping up out of nowhere, turning out there looking like Jordan and shit. Then you also got the people that – you thought was going to show up, fucking up, or, you know, or a little bit of both. The people you thought was going to show out, still showing out. So, Lakers, doing their thing. They clinched, no, the Lakers ain't doing their thing. They clinched number one seeds, but I was getting at. They clinched the number one seeds, but they ain't the doing one, their thing. Now, you're right. They took some L's, some stupid L's. I watched them lose to fucking Indiana. That Have you been watching the games? Yes, I watched them lose to Indiana. That Have you watched all their games? No, not all of them. I watched, you have, tell me the games that you have watched. I watched the uh, I watched fucking Indiana game. I watched fucking... Um, 
Shit, I watched. What's not Phoenix? That nigga only, that nigga only watched one game. No, anyway, I, I watched like three <laughs> games, bro. But Lakers like, got me worried. They, I mean, they should. Shit, no, they Lakers should have you worried. The way out there for anyway. You, I, just, I'll said, let you, you just said. <laughs> anyway, Lakers got me worried, man. They they not they not the same Lakers before the bubble, and I think that they were before the bubble. It's different, but it's, you got to remember they not as hungry as these other motherfuckers trying to clench these seeds and prove them. But wrong. again, before the bubble, they were. Yeah, you're right. That's why I'm saying they're not you're the right. same Lakers. No, you're right in that aspect. Um, I know with A.B. Bradley, Ronja Rondo, um, being Ronja Rondo being hurt and A.B. Mm-hmm. Bradley not attending the bubble, that's affecting them. Um, and I know probably I'm probably gonna get some heat behind this, but I don't think Dion Waiters fit with that team. Um, defensively, he's a defensive liability. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, right now the way that they playing defensive wise, the first when they first came in, they were the number one team on defensive wise in the bubble. The first two games. They were awesome, great on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. Offensively, they couldn't hit a bucket for shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deion Waiters could hit a bucket, but on offense, on defense, he's a liability. So, yeah. niggas, that when you was watching, uh, fuck, fuck, what game was that? What game was that? Uh, the Pacers game, shit, them niggas just came back because they couldn't stop nobody. Yeah, but I'm worried about the Lakers right now. Man. I mean, I feel you on that, and then you, I mean, I actually agree with your statement about Deion Waiters. To be honest. Y'all Miami fans might hate me, but I wasn't a fan of his at Miami, even though he was, you know, he was doing his thing over there. Man, I we should have got Jamal Crawford. I'm hating I, I, I wasn't a fan. But like you said, I, I equate Deion Waiters to, I'm trying to think who I equate him with from another team. Either way, he could score, but he has to take the game over and control it and take away some, so much from everybody else just to get his buckets. He'll get there, but like you said, he is an extreme defense liability. He's never the first one back on court. He's always getting bucketed on, you know what I mean? So, and he's going to get his. Like, yeah, exactly. He's like, he like, fuck that. He's going to do I'm his thing. Get my shit. But it's gonna, it, it burns him out to get the buckets he gets. He's pulling up a three from fucking everywhere. And when he gets hot, don't get it wrong. He'll get hot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when he's cold, oh, that motherfucker's still going to pull. Believe it. That nigga's still going to pull. And he's going to fucking cause them to lose if he keep pulling dumb shit like that. And then, you know what I'm saying, they can't hit. But I agree. He's no fucking Avery Bradley. He's damn sure no Rondo. So it'll be interesting to see if he can adapt and get on track to be what the yeah. team needs him to be. But uh, if it comes down to him being like the the person that determines if that team can stay together, stable for this run, yeah, it man. ain't looking too good. And fuck um, your boy, uh, the Nuggets, man. The Nuggets went on. Fucking, even though we, we won that game with Kuzma hitting a crazy-ass three-point um, bucket, but dog, the Nuggets came back with their backups, and they was they, we couldn't stop them for shit in the yeah. fourth quarter, bro. That shit was scary, bro. Um, That's for TJ? No, that's that one. TJ, TJ is with uh, is that for TJ? No, that's with the Pacers. I think I don't know. Anyways, but um, the guy, the, uh, they 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 got some work to do. I hope they could turn on the switch um in the uh once the actual playoffs start. I do think um that not playing with fans is affecting LeBron and LeBron in particular. Yeah, to be honest with you. I feel you. I can see um, that. LeBron is haven't played without fans his entire life ever. Since his fucking middle school, life. since maybe middle school, mm-hmm. shit. But even then, he was a phenom. Yes, yeah, I'm saying he was he was a celebrity, like middle going to yeah, high, and so after that, so yeah, he's been. I think that's affecting his. I think that's affecting his killer mentality. It seems like he's trying to pick it up a little bit. Um, and on the defensive side, he's he's doing everything he can on the defensive side, which is trying to give them some energy. Um, but I think that I think not playing with fans is affecting him, and it's not only just affecting him; it's affecting everybody in the bubble. Um, more so, mo- most. People positively, mm-hmm. to your point, all these cats, all these young cats, just coming on and getting the buckets like it ain't nothing. Like the dude from the yeah. Pacers, TJ Warren, TJ I think, Warren, yeah. 
going off, dropping 50 points a night. <laughs> like, 53 one night, 51 another, uh, 38 another. He's been going the hell off. Yeah, so that's, ta- that's taking a lot of the pressure off of these younger teams, and they just doing what they, they're going out. And, shit, they having AAU fun. Like, they running running um in the gym at LA Fitness or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> shit, that's how it gym. look. Yeah. That's just how the fuck it look. Then you got motherfucking sons going insane. Devin Booker doing his thing out there. But, see, that's that's I think that's, again, that's pressure coming off of him. But Devin Booker always been a baller to yeah. me. Like, I always liked Devin Booker. I always thought Devin Booker would be in that upper tier of the younger generation right now. And I just think the Suns is a bad team for him. But, I mean, he loves it. He well, he loves it because he he's that guy and hey, he gonna do what he gonna do, man. So shout out to Devin Booker, bro. Yep, that's a star to keep your eye on right there, bro. This is true, but yeah, there's so many games. I mean, right now, I mean, you see Zion, Zion's still out there trying to do his thing slowly. Zion's kinda, eliminated. He's eliminated. Yeah, they got out. Um, but the talk right now from this week seems to be Mr. Um, Dame Dollar Lillard mm-hmm. clinching. Well, he has one more game to clinch. Yeah, they have. They have, right now they. They overtook Memphis Grizzlies because yeah. Memphis Grizzlies hasn't won a game in the bubble. Um, shout out to uh, my guy who's rookie of the year. Uh, he's been balling like a motherfucker. Oh, shit, damn. Who, John? Uh, yeah, John Morant. John yeah. Morant been balling like a motherfucker. He's been going itself, to fuck off, yeah. But the team itself just um, haven't been um, living up to the expectations that they were doing before the bubble as well. Yeah. Um, but Damian Litter, uh, again, he's the reason why there is the 9, 10, 11 seeds, 12 seeds. Yeah. The, he's the reason why they actually got invited to the bubble because Damon Litter was like, if we're out here on the on the cups, give us a reason to play. Um, give us an opportunity to earn that eight seed. And right now, he's earning the fuck out of that eight seed. Yeah. He's earning the fuck he out is. of that He eight just seed. dropped 60 fucking one points the other night. Then he dropped, I think, 51 the night before. And then he has another game they got to play. Did they book him? Yeah. And we got to talk about how that all started, though. That oh, was all started. That all started because of beef. <laughs> uh, not necessarily even beef, but that's all started because – he uh, the game against the Clippers uh, was down to the wire, and he had the opportunity to win the game and also tie the game, um, mm-hmm. but ended up missing both free throws. Um, and response: Patrick Beverly uh, started waving at Damian Lillard as they walked off the court, similar to how Damian Lillard wa- uh, waved at pa- uh, Paul. Shit, not Paul George. Yeah, uh, Paul George. Similar how Damian Lillard waved at Paul yeah, George um, uh, when he hit the game-winning shot against him against OKC. Um, last, like year. last year, so that started a whole uh, clown and clown situation. Damian Lillard had a post game interview, and uh, in the post game interview, he you know he pretty much he he saw that he peeped it, mm-hmm. but you know he threw a little shot saying you know that's a sign of respect because I already mm-hmm. sent both of them niggas home. Before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Killed the ass with that. I sent both of their asses home. Yeah, and then um, he even I, went at George. It was like, shit, you keep jumping teams. Go ahead, keep on jumping teams. <laughs> but that's that's what jump. I'm about to get into. Yeah. Then, then that conversation, <laughs> that, then that beef. Rolled over to Instagram. So on Instagram, um, uh, there was a picture of Damian Lillard walking across the, uh, the NBA half court or something like that. And um, Patrick Beverly ended up jumping into the comments and saying something. It was on the, it was either on the House of Highlights or on Damian Lillard page. I'm not 100 percent sure. Might have been a House of Highlights page. Uh, but Damian uh, Patrick Beverly came in and said something slick. Oh, Cancun on three. Yeah, <laughs> Cancun, <laughs> Cancun on three. three. Cancun on three. And then uh, Paul George came in and said something. And Damian Lillard went ahead and said, "Yeah, that, yeah, you um, you over here jumping teams to get a chip or something like that." And I forgot what else he said. Something else very rude at the end, just to just to shit on him, like. But he, I loved how Dame was like, "Okay, I'm gonna let y'all know. I see y'all, I hear y'all." Yeah. But yeah, that nigga showed y'all ass on the court. But it rolled over again. I don't know if you know this, but it also rolled over to uh, first take. 
Not first date. Is it first date? Oh, shit, shit, shit. No, Skip and Shannon, Undisputed. undisputed yeah. uh-huh. It rolled over to Skip and Shannon, Undisputed, uh, where, you know, they were just having a general conversation. Skip and Shannon was talking about that general conversation about what uh, how they feel about Damian Lillard. Uh, Skip, Shannon was sharp, was like, you know, he's a baller. He's a guy. I think he's top part, top ten player mm-hmm. in the league. And Skip was like, I don't think he's there yet. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. So Damian saw it like, mm-hmm. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Mm-hmm. And started just putting in work on the court. Yep. And apparently they had a phone, some phone conversations as well. Um, I don't know the details all behind that. But then now he went ahead and dropped 50. Yep. Dropped 51. Then he dropped yep. 61. And then he just went crazy last night with this fucking damn near half-court shot. Yeah. Bounce just the went crazy. Rim. Won yeah. the game. And then in the game, clinched the eight seed. And he told y'all niggas. Yep. Put some respect on my motherfucking mm-hmm. name. And that's what Shannon was talking about <laughs> on Undisputed. Shannon was like, okay. Every time y'all throw him at a team and say, oh, such and such got something, and Pat Bev going to DM up, or this person going to do that, he show y'all every time that, no, I'm that guy. Every time, that. I'm that guy. Yeah. I'm that guy. And no one's still respecting him. So he's like, you know what? Every time y'all say someone's better than me, I'm just going to show y'all that, okay, yeah. I'm the dude that y'all need to be worried about, not that nigga. And I think he's taking all of that shit to heart, and he's showing y'all on the court. Like, unlike everybody else, just taking it to Twitter or whatever, and they're doing their bare minimum on the court, or doing their whatever. That nigga took it up a notch this season. And I've been telling y'all for years, Dame Lillard, I don't care what nobody say, he's top top five player in my opinion, especially point guards. I think that he he's up there in the upper epsilon because yeah. he's really carrying um, the Blazers. Of course, yeah. Pat, um, McCullum is also doing his part, but Dame Lillard is that guy, bro. Yeah. I would love to have Dame Lillard on my team. Oh, like, same here. Big like, time. Straight up. One of the last things they said about him, which is I know something he heard, and he's going to probably address it, whether it's on the court or whether it's vocally, but – they were saying, you know, the little guys, the little point guards never bring their team to, to the chip. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's only been a couple that can do that, and that was Steph back-to-back, and that was um fucking who else he just said? Steph, and I, shit, I can't say Kyrie because that was LeBron mainly. Hey, yeah, maybe. Somebody. He, he, he took him there. Yeah, but he said, um, but you had to respect Dame because when they did play Portland, and they pretty much doing two-on-two, which was fucking Steph and Clay versus um, Dame and damn McCollum, shit. They were, Dame and them was, was working with him. Yeah was working with Steph and Clay. I mean, they were splashing the shit out of the ass on the other end, but when it comes to driving and all that, Dame got it. Like, yeah. as far as to the whole finishing, as much as Steph be going to that motherfucker and he always do some crazy shit, I'm taking Dame to finish in the hole all day. Yeah, I, I, I would take Dame over anybody, yeah. to be honest with you. Point guard-wise, I'm taking yeah. Dame. Shit, Slit take him over Kyrie, even though that might be... I'm taking take him over Kyrie. I told you how I feel about Kyrie. I think Kyrie's the most overrated point guard in the league, but that's just my <laughs> personal opinion, my personal preference. But shout out to them. So, keeping it on that subject, uh, right now they are the eight seed. So, right now they're okay. projected to go ahead and go against the Lakers in the first round. Mm-mm-mm. That's going to be a fucking problem for the Lakers. Yes, I agree. That's going to be a problem I for agree. the Lakers. If this man brings this energy that he's bringing in, and remember, even after everybody said, okay, every time you tell him to play somebody that you think is better than him, he shows y'all he's that guy. There's only one other team to do that for, and that's the Lakers. Yeah. And if he comes with the same energy – Yes, LeBron, AD doing their best. It's going to be a fucking dogfight. I'm going to put it that way. It's going to be very interesting to watch. I pray that it comes on a day I don't have to work or something because I need to see that game all the way through. It's going to be interesting. I don't want to see Lakers play the Rockets or Portland. I think they give them some of the biggest problems if it comes up matchup-wise. Yeah, man. So but the first round of the playoffs is actually supposed to start on the 17th. Okay. Uh, on the 17th. Um, and blah, 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 excuse me. On the 18th. I'll take that back. No, 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 no. First round starts on the 17th. Uh, right now, I believe they're actually starting to do the play-in games. So, um, there is an opportunity that uh, the, that the Blazers won't make it. 
uh, because they have to go through the Trailblazers, uh, the Grizzlies, excuse me, not Trailblazers, the Nets, the Grizzlies, and all that good stuff uh, with the play-in games. So once they do their play-in games, then we'll see who will be that eight seed. Um, but, well, excuse me, not the Nets. Because the Nets is in the East, so yeah. it got to be somebody else. But whatever, I don't know who it is. Whatever the playing games, Grizzlies is one of them. So shout out to them. This is true. So yep. As far as NBA, um, that's about it for that. Yes sir. Yes sir. Football, because I guess right now we're um finally gonna get something started there. I might have to let you take that one because I've been losing all kind of interest in this shit. So uh, the playing seeds are just before I'll wrap that up. The players, the playing seeds are gonna be Portland. Memphis and Phoenix. So, uh, yeah. So, they have to kind of go through. Um, they have to go through those three three teams. So, yeah. Anyway, shout out to them. Um, it's the NFL, man. NFL ain't really much popping with the NFL. I don't think that we're gonna have a fucking season at all. Um, but we'll get into uh some of the highlights out here, uh, with the NFL. Um, the NFL did their NFL rankings. The number one ranked player in the NFL was Lamar Jackson at mm-hmm. number one. Um, one of the other highlights is your boy uh, Russell Wilson at number two, Aaron Donald at number three, Patrick Mahomes at number four, number five Michael Thompson, Christian McCaffrey at number six, George Kittle at number seven, DeAndre Hopkins at number eight, number nine, Stephen Gilmore at number ten, Derrick Henry at number eleven, Julio Jones, number twelve Drew Brees, thirteen uh, Bobby Wagner, fourteen Tom Brady. 15, Chandler Jones, and just, uh, you know, just a highlight, Aaron Rodgers at number 16. So, a lot of controversy behind who deserves to be number one, mm-hmm. who ranked who, uh, and who needs to be where. Everyone feel a lot of people feel that Patrick Mahomes should be number one. Um, I know you don't really pay attention to football, um, so you probably don't have an opinion on it. But, however, I don't have a problem with Lamar Jackson being number one. Yeah. Um, I don't pay attention enough to give you too many details, but I did watch enough of their – of their runs, I guess. And I can easily see why they would say Lamar Jackson's yeah. a better fucking quarterback. Overall, yes, Pat May got the Super Bowl and all that good stuff. That's awesome. Not taking that from him. That's almost an equivalent. I hate to always compare it to basketball. But that's like when they say Steph Curry's better than LeBron yeah. because he won the chips. But no, that motherfucker over there is the fucking guy. Yeah. He just happens to be with the team that's winning. Yeah, well, no, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, don't get it twisted. No, don't get it twisted. But Patrick Mahomes is that guy as well. Yeah. Um, I just think Lamar Jackson is a game changer. Like, Lamar Jackson could literally take the game over by himself, uh, whereas Patrick Mahomes, he has a great team around him as well, but Patrick Mahomes is, is still a great game changer as well. So don't get it twisted, but I have no problem with Lamar Jackson being at yeah. uh, number one. One problem I do have is Michael Thompson should not be a fucking number five wide receiver over Julio Jones at number 11. Nah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just me. Julio Jones definitely deserved to be in that top ten. Um, I definitely deserved to be at least the highest ranked wide receiver, um, if not DeAndre Hopkins. So I, I don't have a debate between him and DeAndre Hopkins, but I don't see Michael Thomas and Michael Thomas being above both DeAndre Hopkins and Julio Jones. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, talking about college football, college football, real quick. Uh, not too much happening because a lot of people are debating is, is there will there even be in college football? The Pac-10 uh, pulled out of college football. I believe the Pac-12 as well. I think the Pac-12. Uh, but anyways, a lot of the leagues are pretty much dropping uh, college football, leaving the SEC, the SEC and the ACC on pretty much to make a decision. Um, a lot of people are pushing their seasons to the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are just not even doing it at all. So um, college football is in jeopardy which lets me know that 
NFL may be in jeopardy as yeah. well. <laughs> so um, um, there also is a coalition of students as well who are protesting um, to go ahead and actually have a season. So there are students out there that want to play. They just want to make sure that they um, have that they're getting what they paid for, and that they're going to be okay when they do play. So. Um, shout out to football. If you happen this year, you will be missed. If not, uh, <laughs> uh, but we do got one other big news with football. You want to go ahead and give that one? Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, this is big, and you put me on this one, but it's definitely huge. You're talking about Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and bring it in. So yeah, we'll bring it in. Um, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson. I mean, if you don't know that name, then where the hell have you been for the last fucking fifteen years or so? Have you ever been to the movies? You know what I'm saying? The movies. Fuck a football game. Fuck the hurricanes and all of that stuff that you know predates movies. But Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, Mr. Jumanji, uh, purchased the XFL league fifteen million dollars with uh Danny Garcia, who's um, that's oh yeah, the first woman to ever own a sports league. So. That's a huge fucking um, accomplishment, even though it sounds crazy. Like, damn, $15 million, that's all the whole that's fucking like. <laughs> XFL exactly league cost. But then it's like $15 million, damn, um, Rock, you just got $15 million to throw and buy something? Uh, yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't this the Rock by himself. It was a it was a partnership deal yeah. um, that kind of, you know, put together the $15 million. Uh, Danny Garcia is one of his um, business partners that he's been working with for a while. Um, in addition, I believe Redbird Sports or something like that. Um, so it, it was a combination of things, but shout out to The Rock and Danny Garcia, man, because that is huge. Um, not only are you guys uh, representing for uh, the minor- minorities, you're also representing for women. So uh, that is very huge yeah. on y'all part, on uh, y'all part, man. So shout yeah. out to y'all, man. And I'm a big fan of The Rock. Everybody is. I don't think if you hate The Rock, then you're just a, a nasty person. That's the most genuine, cool dude that I've probably ever seen, celebrity wise. And I mean, I think he's well deserving of this and I like to see what he does with this league. Knowing him, he'll make it fun. He'll add some shit to it. You know, it'll be pretty cool to see. Yeah, man. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up, man. But before we wrap this thing up, we do want to give a quick shout out to mm-hmm. everyone out in Lebanon. Uh, if you're out there yeah. listening, because that explosion that happened a couple of weeks uh, last week uh, was crazy. Um, I man. know you guys probably seen the video footage of that. I don't know if you've seen it before and after, but that shit. Whew, yeah. That shit was fucking crazy. It um, looked like something from a fucking movie, like for real, for real, like. Like a horror movie, not a horror movie, like an action movie. I hate to say that because it's like a scene from the Superman. When Superman came back and they was blowing up buildings and all kind of shit. It was some Hiroshima, Nagasaki shit for real over there. That shit was crazy, man. And the lives that were lost, they say like 100 plus dead and over a thousand. I think it was more, man. Yeah, I don't believe that shit. I think there had been more. Like Then they had had death tolls too fast, which means for that kind of area to be killed off, there was you. You need to take time to find bodies. It there was way more than yeah, it had to be more than hundred plus deaths with that kind of radius that that explosion took. Yeah. So um, I haven't heard much about it. Have they confirmed it? Act of terror? Have they? Confirmed no, it wasn't it? an act of terror. It was uh, basically was um, the government has seized uh, a lot of uh, um, illegal chemicals um, a couple of years back, and it's basically just, they didn't store them correctly. They Damn. didn't, and then a fire caught got caught into the warehouse, and Mm-mm-mm. boom. And, yeah, man. Uh, shout out to Lebanon. Um, I'm prayers to y'all, man. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, man. So, um, also want to say prayers to everyone in the United States who's being affected by COVID because your government ain't shit. Mm. Uh, prayers to everybody that's out there, you know, dealing with that, being inside the house. Prayers to everybody. Um, you know, your mental health. I hope that y'all do well. Um, and you know, think. You no, know, you're not alone. We all out here struggling being in the house all day, man, in this yeah. quarantine lifestyle. So. Just want to let y'all know that we out here with y'all. Mm-hmm. Tune into the Locker Room Band on YouTube and 
uh, Spotify and uh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud and, and uh, iTunes, Apple's, all that stuff. You know, we here to, we here to help you get through your quarantine days, man. So yeah, man, let's uh go ahead and run this thing down. Oh, most definitely. So yeah, y'all know where y'all can find your boy Ann Ward on Instagram at AnnWardW underscore three five seven. That's A N W A R. The letter W underscore three five seven. Shout out to me. I'm getting my sexy back. I throw it out there real quick. Yay. I'm getting I'm getting back right. You know, I'm talking about so um. Shout, shout out to me on that. But, um, yeah, that's where you can find me. That's the only outlet I'm on right now. Also, if you want to peep this episode, which I hope you do, support your boys. Locker Room at the Podcast Show, as he said. But, uh, Watts, shut us out. Yeah, man, you already know who it is. It's your boy, Watts. You can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at W-A-T-T-S-4. That's Watts number four on both Instagram and Twitter. And you can hit up the Locker Room Banner Podcast crew on the Locker Room Banner Podcast Show on Facebook and L-R-B-A-N-T-E-R-4-7 on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. For the Locker Room Banner Podcast crew, we, we out. out. Listen twice. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. <laughs>